0: a final frontier. How about that? Welcome back to the final half hour of today's episode. We're talking about space. Yeah, you see, as we were putting together today's episode of Live Mike, producer Amy said, "Hey Lee, look at this. L- look at this rundown. Rundown. That's the name we give the document that outlines everything that I'll be rambling on about throughout the day." She says, "Look at this. Look at this rundown here. We've got impeachment, impeachment, Antiquities Act." Uh, Senate retirement term limits, uh, impeachment again. You're talking to a congressman about committee assignments. Can you talk about something exciting? Can you Lee talk about something that's fun and carefree and isn't going to bum us out or bore us? Well, that's a that's a pretty good marching order to get from the producer. Lee, do you think you could talk us talk to us about something that's not going to bum us out or bore us? Well, how about this? How about outer space? And how about a trio of individuals, civilians, not astronauts themselves, have struck a deal with SpaceX to travel to the International Space Station for eight days. Vacationers. Yeah, essentially vacationers. Well, it's happening. early, Sometime early next year... If everything goes according to the way it's planned right now, there will be uh, a fully civilian crew headed to the International Space Station. The There will be three pay-to-play folks, three individuals. And I'm, I'm holding back on the price tag. I'll tell you in a second. Stay tuned. I'll tell you the price in just a second. It'll knock your socks off. There are three gentlemen who have agreed to the ticket price for this eight-day uh, stay. They will train they will you know, conduct actual operations. But at the end of the day, they will be tourists. They will have paid to travel to outer space. They will be accompanied by a former NASA astronaut who has flown to space four times, uh, a gentleman named Michael Lopez Alegria. Uh, he's now vice president of Axiom Space. That's a, a company out of Houston. That's coordinating their trip to space. He'll be overseeing uh, the training that these three men receive, as well as serving as the mission commander. In fact, here, let us uh, uh, I'll play for you a little bit from the Axiom Mission One commander, uh, Mr. Alegria, comparing space travel in the future to air travel today. Back in the 1920s and 30s. Only very, very wealthy people could fly. Now people get on an airplane to go to a birthday party. That's going to happen in commercial human spaceflight. All right. I, I don't know that I've ever gotten on, a, on an airplane to go to a birthday party, uh, but there are probably more people making that choice than in the 20s and 30s. Uh, <laughs> know your audience, Michael. Um, so <laughs> what, he, what he illustrates there is a very good point, that the trajectory of air travel, uh, you know, if you look at it compared to you know, the 20s and 30s compared to today, it very, mel- it very well may be similar to what we see in terms of space travel. And I so hope it is. And I hope it happens quickly. And I hope somehow I make good decisions in life so that I might be able to afford uh, either out of my own pocket or through sponsorship or something. You hear that? Sponsorship. Anyone out there looking to send Lonsbury to space, <laughs> I'll go. Uh, and it will only cost... Here, I'll tell you the price tag now. Uh, the three gentlemen who are uh, paying this, $55 million per ticket. $55 million per ticket to travel on a SpaceX Dragon spacecraft to the International Space Station and be there for eight days. $55 million apiece. Now, who's got the money to do that? Well, uh, I'll give you brief bios on these three gentlemen. Larry Connor is the first. He's the managing partner of the Connor Group. That's a, a real estate investment firm based in Ohio. Uh, next up is uh, Mark Pathy. He's the chief executive of Maverick Corp. That is uh, an investment firm up in uh, Canada. And then uh, I, might, I might pronounce this last name uh, incorrectly. I'm going to give it a shot, though. It's Aiton uh, uh, Stiby. A businessman and former Israeli Air Force fighter pilot. Uh, they all, in life, have been on a certain course that has led them to have fifty-five million extra dollars, and they will be uh, depositing that into the appropriate accounts and securing their seats to outer space. I so hope, I so hope that. I'm able to enjoy something like that. Or at least that I am alive during a day where that is the common practice. You watch TV shows like Star Trek, like Star Wars, all of you know what I'm talking about, science fiction. And especially these days, where there's so much nonsense floating around in Washington, uh, here at home, uh, there's this pandemic beating us down. Dreaming is such a sweet escape from the anxiety and pressure. And dreaming of weightlessness, of traveling beyond our atmosphere to dock with the space station and to experience for over a week that weightlessness, to look down on Earth to be one of a very small small handful of people uh, to be off the planet at that time. I think I think it's motivating. I think it will propel and drive those, you know, would be stem students into the future. I like to think that these three men who are paying this massive massive price tag, 55 million dollars, to go to space, Larry Connor, Mark Pathy, and then Eitan uh, uh, Steibe. I might be pronouncing that name right, uh, wrong. It's an Israeli name, and uh, my apologies if I'm getting that wrong. But those three uh, gentlemen, they have lived such a life where getting to do that uh, is not out of their grasp. And with time and with uh, evolution and with more and more efficiencies and the developments of technology, some of the students, maybe my little baby Piper, will one day be able to, for the amount that you and I pay to visit our friends over on the East Coast or the West Coast or over in Hawaii, may be able to travel and look down on Earth from afar. You may not share my excitement, and I apologize if all of my flowery talk about space travel and exploration and going forward and forth and exploring new frontiers if that's if that's a bore to you, my apologies. but what I will say to you is an invitation to find something that excites you, find something that can distract you from all the nonsense that's going around in the world today and Take joy and cheer in the exciting possibilities that are ahead of us. I get it from space. These three get it from space. You might get it from uh, reading or exercise or travel or crocheting or whatever it may be. But find it because it's helpful. I feel great today. I feel great today knowing that we are one step closer to space travel like that. What makes you feel great? We're going to take a quick break. Let's talk about $55 million. If you had $55 million to pursue pursue a hobby of your own, what would it be? What would it be? Let's talk aspirationally next up. $55 million. You've got it in your pocket right now. How do you spend it? The number is 801-575-8255. 801-KSL-TALK is the number. Would you go to space like these folks or do something else? Please tell me. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Your call's next on Live Mike. I'm Dave Cawley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.